101.9 or on your trusty computer, CITR.ca for live streaming. Stay tuned now for The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker coming right up right now.
Another theme, another show. Welcome to The Jazz Show on CITR-FM 101.9 or, of course, on your trusty computer, www.citr.ca. My name is Gavin Walker, and we have a whole bunch of great jazz music to play for you this evening on The Jazz Show. And all kinds of wonderful artists, uh, Coming up later on, Lester Young, John Coltrane, uh, Gene Ammons, Chet Baker, Andy Bay, Patricia Barber, Louis Armstrong, and Duke Ellington, and more. And, of course, we have our jazz feature, and the jazz feature always takes top priority on this show, and this is what we're going to hear first. And this evening, it's the wonderful musical personality of Papa Lou Donaldson. Lou Donaldson, he was born in North Carolina, November 1st, 1926. And on November 1st of this year, he's going to be 93 Lou Donaldson is still around. He doesn't play a whole lot anymore, but uh, he very often um, shows up on syndicated uh, TV shows and gets interviewed um, by such people as Christian McBride and so on, and he's a very, very colorful character. Yet he is a huge part of modern jazz history, and... He's got wonderful stories to tell in his own inimitable fashion and in his uh, great speaking voice. Uh, Lou Donaldson is <laughs> a rather unbelievable character, and, and he's so funny, and yet he tells a lot of, um, gives you a lot of really uh, honest opinions about what's going on, and uh, he is uh, very aware of what's happening in today's world as well, musically and otherwise. But he is one of the most formidable voices of the alto saxophone. Lou Donaldson uh, came up in the era of Charlie Parker, and he arrived in New York City in the early 50s and began to record with uh, such people as Milt Jackson and Horace Silver and Thelonious Monk and Art Blakey, Clifford Brown. Of course, um, Lou Donaldson was influenced, first of all, by Charlie Parker, who wasn't. But um, he created a wonderful style on the alto saxophone, almost a simplified and more bluesy version of Charlie Parker's style that was only belonged to one man, and that was Lou Donaldson. And, uh, of course, he became, um, on his own, became a successful band leader, began recording prolifically for Blue Note Records, and uh, there's a whole slew of albums that he did over the years. And he is our jazz feature artist this evening. But we're going to play an album by Lou Donaldson during his period when he um, brought in the Hammond organ to his uh, recordings and also toured 
with great Hammond organ players and uh, really kind of um, adapted to a different style of music than he had been previously playing. And uh, the style was more bluesy, more funky, and definitely had a broader appeal to, to people. And of course, during that particular time, I'm talking about the, mid, uh, the mid-60s, the um, there were so many clubs, especially in the African-American districts uh, of major cities, Philadelphia, New York, Detroit, um, and they all had in those clubs a Hammond organ because organ-based groups were very, very popular. And um, Lou Donaldson sort of saw that trend, and uh, that was one of the reasons he made that decision to move toward this style of music for this period of time. And one of his uh, very first albums that he did in this style was for Blue Note Records. An album was called Alligator Bogloo, and it's kind of a play on, on his name. And uh, it's his own composition. And he put together this marvelous band. And, of course, he toured with these guys, too. Um, in the band, uh, along with Lou Donaldson on alto saxophone, uh, we have Melvin Lasty Sr., who was originally from New Orleans. And when you hear his work on, uh, on cornet, which is a smaller sharper sounding trumpet, um, you will hear uh, a definite New Orleans feel to his uh, solos on this album. So that's the frontline partner with Lou, Melvin Lasty Sr. on cornet. On guitar, someone you probably never heard of. Yeah, right. I'm talking about the guitar player George Benson one of the geniuses of the guitar, who is, of course, still very much with us and uh, an extremely successful musician. He's the guitar player on this album, and uh, it's wonderful to have him there. And on the Hammond organ, and this was before he became the doctor, I'm talking about Lonnie Smith. And then, of course, later on, he became Dr. Lonnie Smith, one of the foremost exponents of the Hammond organ and one of the absolute masters of jazz funk. On drums was a gentleman whose original name, birth name, was Leo Morris. He was originally from New Orleans, um, but then he adopted the Muslim faith and became Idris Mohammed. And he, of course, is one of the great adaptable drummers. He can play straight ahead, he can play bebop, he can play funk. Um, any style of music, and uh, he is wonderful on this album. This is a feel-good album, and you can, uh, the music is, is very appealing. It's not watered-down jazz. It's, it's the real deal, but it's also very appealing. It's fun to listen to. Um, if you feel like dancing, you can dance to this as well. Uh, when Lou brought his band um, to small clubs and so on, there were, there were always a, um, a small dance floor, and, and people got up and really moved to, uh, to this kind of music. And uh, so Lou was very successful uh, playing this kind of music, and it wasn't a sellout on his part because he really 
could do it. He felt it. And uh, I think you'll understand that when you hear this album. It's fun. It was recorded April 17th, 1967 in Rudy Van Gelder's studios for Blue Note Records. We're going to hear six tunes. And the first one is the title track, and it's Lou Donaldson's composition, Alligator Boggaloo. Tune number two is an interesting tune. It's kind of a minor key thing. It's written by a vibes player, a good one, a guy named Freddie McCoy, who was around the scene in those days. And he, um, Lou Donaldson, liked this tune. Freddie McCoy wrote tune number two. It's called One Cylinder. Tune number three is entitled The Thang, and that's a Lou Donaldson composition. Tune number four is written by organist Lonnie Smith, and it's called Ah Shucks. Tune number five is the ballad of the set, and it's an old blues ballad from the 30s that was played by some of the great jazz masters, and Lou Donaldson um, takes this uh, great little tune and makes the most of it and really sings the, the, the melody on, on here. And the tune is entitled, I Want a Little Girl. The final tune of the set is a Lou Donaldson composition dedicated to somebody maybe probably mythical, but... Um, it's called Reverend Moses, and that's the final tune of the date. So without further ado, get on your dancing shoes, be ready to pat your feet, snap your fingers, and groove to Alligator Bogaloo.
And that was our jazz feature this evening, an album, a fun album, with Papa Lou Donaldson. Of course, uh, Lou Donaldson is still very much with us, and, and he is definitely an elder statesman. He's going to be 93 come November 1st. And, of course, he, uh, he goes out every night in New York and, and listens to the musicians that, uh, that he likes and goes to the different clubs, smoke, and um, uh, d- different jazz clubs in New York um, and shows up there and, of course, um, very often offers his um, opinions as to uh, who's playing well and, uh, and who isn't. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, he, he does everything in a very humorous manner. But Lou Donaldson, one of the great voices of the alto saxophone. And during the um, mid-'60s, he began to work with um, Hammond Organ. And uh, um, he toured with uh, the band, played a lot of gigs for many years uh, in that particular context. And uh, this album was one of the first uh, he did in this style. And, of course, he followed. Uh, he was uh, under recording contract with Blue Note Records, and, of course, he followed this album with another one, another one, and another one um, in that same style with, with the Hammond organ and, and various people. This one became a, a classic in its genre, and it's called Alligator Bogaloo. And, of course, um, uh, the title... Uh, track is is kind of a play on his name Lou, anyway Alligator Bogaloo. Um, that's the name of the album and the people involved. You heard Lou Donaldson, of course, on alto saxophone. Uh, New Orleans-born Melvin Lasty Sr. on cornet, and um, very definitely uh, in his few solos that he did on this, you can hear that New Orleans feel in his playing. On guitar, someone who everybody should know, the great George Benson. And on the Hammond organ, before he became the doctor, plain old Lonnie Smith, who, of course, later on became Dr. Lonnie Smith. And uh, what an amazing musician who, who is still very much with us. Made many visits to Vancouver at one time. And... Um, as did Lou Donaldson. Lou Donaldson made one appearance here a number of years ago at Corey Weed's uh, cellar out on West Broadway. And uh, it was a one night only, but it was quite an event. The place was just packed out, and uh, Lou Donaldson really delivered, um, one of the masters of the alto saxophone. On drums on this date was a gentleman whose birth name was Leo Morris, but he became better known when he converted to Islam and became Idris Muhammad, and, of course, one of the great master drummers. So this wonderful album sold very well for uh, Blue Note Records, and, of course, people bought it for listening and dancing and, and um, just, just its uh, broad appeal, but, of course, it's pure jazz as well. And um, it's music that these guys loved playing, obviously. And uh, so I hope you enjoyed it, too. We began with uh, Lou's composition, the title track of the album, uh, Alligator Bogaloo, and uh, then a minor key piece of music by vibist Freddie McCoy called One Cylinder. 
And tune number three was another Donaldson composition called The Thang. And tune number four was written by Lonnie Smith, the Hammond organist, and it's called Ah Shucks. Then we heard uh, the ballad of the set. It was a sentimental old ballad from the 30s, kind of a blues ballad uh, that was played by many of the jazz masters, and Lou Donaldson added his interpretation of a song called I Want a Little Girl. And the final tune was uh, an up-tempo thing by Lou, of course, based on the blues, and uh, called Reverend Moses. So that's it. That was our jazz feature this evening, and uh, hopefully you enjoyed that. And the album, once again, was called Alligator Bogaloo. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9, of course, on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name's Gavin Walker, and we have um, a couple of messages, and we shall return with uh, some more music. And some music by a couple of iconic masters. I'm talking about Louis Armstrong and Duke Ellington together. We'll be right back. What's the best way to end off summer? Uh, What's the best way to end summer? Well, traditionally, I would go and play a music festival. That is so wrong. Okay, well, the first answer, this is a really hostile interview. This is, okay, so. <laughs> Listen up. There's only one way to end off summer, and that's at the Victory Square Block Party. On September 1st, come bid adieu to the warm weather at the summer's best party. It's fun, it's free, and we want you there. Victory Square Block Party features performances by Kim Mortal, Biawana, Love Goon, Sunrise Social, Sylvia Rath, Lucid, Oblomov, and Tom. Plus, there'll be tasty food vendors and a raffle with kick-butt prizes. That's September 1st from 2 to 9 p.m. See you there. Well, I always look forward to the fall. I love September. It's my favorite month. That's um, not an answer. The 31st annual Vancouver Queer Film Festival takes place this August 15th to 25th at various theaters. Join us for the best in independent queer cinema, performances, workshops, panel discussions, and parties. With over 100 films from 27 countries, the Vancouver Queer Film Festival is more enthralling and entertaining than ever. Tickets are on sale now at www.queerfilmfestival.ca. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. Well, we're going to uh, turn things over to a couple of 
incredible jazz masters. This is uh, from an album called The Great Summit, and it features uh, essentially Louis Armstrong's all-stars of the time, uh, and the time is 1961. And um, Louis Armstrong, of course, is heard on trumpet, and he's going to sing as well, uh, along with Trummy Young, the wonderful trombonist who uh, eventually retired to Hawaii and um, spent the rest of his life there. What a great musician he was. And uh, he became a mainstay of the Hawaiian scene for, uh, for many, many years. Trummy Young on, on trombone, and one of the great masters of the clarinet, Barney Bigard and Mort Herbert on bass, and another Hawaiian, Danny Barcelona on drums. They were all part of the touring Louis Armstrong All-Stars uh, of that year. And, of course, on piano is none other than Duke Ellington. So this is kind of interesting because it's Armstrong's band with Ellington playing piano, but the content of... Um, this uh, album, which was actually issued on two long play albums, um, the content is all Duke Ellington tunes. And we're going to hear three of them. The first one uh, is called Duke's Place. And, uh, of course, that, that's also known as, um, uh, also has some different titles. Um, it's known as Sea Jam Blues as well. Anyway, we're going to hear that's the first tune, Duke's Place. The second one is called I'm Just a Lucky So-and-So. And the third one is entitled Cottontail. And I think we may even hear a fourth, which is, of course, his very famous piece called Mood Indigo. So we're going to hear four tunes with this combination, Louis Armstrong and Duke Ellington with the Louis Armstrong All-Stars, The Great Summit. Baby, take me down to Duke's place. Wireless boxing down is Duke's place. Love that piano sound in Duke's place. Saxes do their tricks in Duke's place. Fellas swing their chicks in Duke's place. Come on, get your kicks in Duke's place. Take it, Duke.
Come on down to Duke's place now. As I walk down the street, seems everyone I meet gives me a friendly hello. I guess I'm just a lucky so-and-so. The birds in every tree so neighborly they sing wherever I go I guess I'm just a lucky so and so if you should ask me the amount in my bank account I'd have to confess that I'm slipping, but that don't worry me confidentially. I've got a dream, yeah, that's a pippin. And when the day is through, each night I hurry too. A home where love waits, I know, moving. Oh, I guess I'm just a lucky soul and so.
the day is through Each night I hurry to A home where love waits I know this I guess I'm just a lucky soul and so
Now you have been blue, yes, but you ain't been blue till you had that mood indigo. Yes, you have been blue, but not until you had the mood indigo. Wow, 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 baby boys. Oh, down to your shoes, baby boys. Now I sit and cry. Oh, no, 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 no.
It was such a fine spring day down Louisiana way with fragrance divine, baby, and such magnificent regalia, oh, so fine, Azalea. Oh, what a lovely sight in red and pink and white can't help but believe that nothing evil can assail you so naive Azalea you at ease on the knees of the moss covered trees whose tops met to make on high ceiling in the church like pump of a cypress swamp I've yet to get that same strange feeling I've got to go back there and find that blossom fair I'll always dream of Cause with you who could be a failure My first love Azalea with you who could be a failure my first love my very first love Azalea That was from an album called The Great Summit. And, of course, it featured Louis Armstrong and Duke Ellington together with uh, the Louis Armstrong All-Stars. So we heard a bunch of tunes uh, from this album. It was all recorded in April of 1961. And uh, the personnel in the Louis Armstrong All-Stars were, of course, Louis Armstrong on trumpet and vocals, uh, Trummy Young on trombone, Barney Bigard on clarinet, Mort Herbert on bass, and Danny Barcelona on drums. And, of course, um, the piano spot was taken by the one and only Duke Ellington. 
So this album was an interesting compromise because it was Louis Armstrong's All-Stars, but they were playing all music written by Duke Ellington. And we heard a whole bunch of tunes, uh, beginning with uh, a tune that's sort of known by a couple of titles. Sea Jam Blues is one of them, but uh, better known as Duke's Place. And uh, then we heard um, I'm Just a Lucky So-and-So. Then we heard Cottontail, and we followed that with Mood Indigo. And the final tune was a sentimental ballad written by Duke and featuring uh, Louis Armstrong's trumpet and vocal called Azalea. And uh, all of those tunes from this uh, album, which came out on uh, originally on Roulette Records, or a couple of albums, actually a couple of LPs, and it were called The Great Summit. And indeed it was, two of the pioneers of, of modern music and uh, performing together. We uh, shall return. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name's Gavin Walker. We've got lots more music uh, for you uh, in a few moments and uh, just a couple of announcements and we'll carry on with some more. Be right back. Montreal's electro-pop duo Milk and Bone play the Fox Cabaret on August 30th. Tickets are on sale now at eventbrite.com and Red Cat Records. Presented by MRG Concerts, CITR Radio, and Discorder Magazine. Discorder Magazine has been supporting local music for over 30 years. Thanks to the long-term support of the Rickshaw Theatre, Discorder lives. Your favorite bands are playing at the Rickshaw Theatre. Check out their calendar just behind the cover of Discorder Magazine or at rickshawtheatre.com. CITR 101.9 FM and Discorder Magazine are excited to present Bridal Party's debut album, Too Much, coming out on Kingfisher Blues. Join us at the release show at the Waldorf Hotel Friday, August 23rd with opening acts, board decor, Babe Corner, and DJ Paisley Eva. Tickets are available at showpass.com, Redcat, Neptune, and Zulu Records.
Well, I have a brief look at the week's weather coming up, and uh, it's basically pretty pleasant. Uh, Tonight, a few clouds, low down to about 14, and then tomorrow is a mix of sun and cloud, Uh, much like today, uh, with a low of 14 and highs between 24 and 27. That's pretty nice and tropical. Wednesday, a bit of a downturn. They're calling for showers, so I, I... Assume that's going to be off and on throughout the day with a low of 15, highs up to 21. Thursday, we're back to sunshine with a low of 17 and a high of 22. Friday is a mix of sun and cloud with a low of 14 and a high of 22. And Saturday, cloudy with a low of 14 and a high of 23. And Sunday is going to be a mix of sun and cloud with a low of 15 and a high of 22. So that pretty well wraps up the weather for the week. So um, it's still very nice out there. And of course, uh, we're into the dog days of August. And of course, uh, the PNE is happening and uh, all the summer things are beginning to wind down a little bit. And we're beginning to kind of look at uh, what's coming up for September. (laughs) You know, back to school and back to work and Uh, all those kind of um, somewhat harsh realities. Here is Stan Getz, one of the great voices of the tenor saxophone. Uh, We're going to hear him with uh, Jim McNeely on piano, Mark Johnson on bass, Victor Lewis on drums. This was uh, recorded uh, in the early 80s, and this is from an album called Pure Getz. And uh, he is in incredible form on this album and um, I do believe there's a little bit of an anecdote here Stan of course um, always uh, uh, he had some tribulations over the over the years with uh, with drugs and um, alcohol was never particularly friendly uh, with Stan Getz because it would um, sometimes he would be just marvelous and wonderful and friendly, and uh, but sometimes the alcohol would, would turn him into something a little different. And uh, he decided that he was going to dispense with any of this kind of stuff. And I do believe this was one of the first recordings he made without any kind of uh, extraneous substances. And he remained that way uh, until his death in 1991. Stan Getz, and uh, this is a great recording. So the first tune we're going to hear is written by Bud Powell, and it's a challenging piece of music. It's called Tempest Fugit. And then we're going to hear a tune by Duke Ellington's alter ego, Billy Strayhorn, a beautiful thing called Blood Count that Billy wrote um, actually from his hospital bed when he was dying of cancer. And he wrote this this ballad, and uh, Stan uh, plays it so beautifully. 
And then we're going to end with a Miles Davis composition called Sippin' at Bells. So here then, three tunes by one of the great masters of the tenor saxophone. And uh, someone who Zoot Sims <laughs> called a nice bunch of guys. Stanley Getz. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, Gavin Walker. You pushed the wrong button, idiot. And uh, so we have to uh, resort to pushing the right button. All right. Here is Stan Getz.
We heard three tracks from an album called Pure Gets. And, of course, that was uh, Stan Getz on tenor saxophone with Jim McNeely at the piano, Mark Johnson on bass, and Victor Lewis on drums. All recorded in San Francisco in January of 1982. And we heard, the first tune we heard was Tempus Fugit. That's Latin for uh, Time Flies. Written by Bud Powell. And then we heard the beautiful and soulful Billy Strayhorn ballad entitled Blood Count. And the final tune was written by Miles Davis, a young Miles Davis, and it was uh, entitled Sippin' at Bells. Stan Getz from his album Pure Getz. Well, I mentioned uh, a little earlier on in the show um, oh, by the way, you are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9 and on your computer, www.citr.ca for live streaming. My name's Gavin Walker, and uh, I did the weather a little while ago, and I was thinking, uh, you know, the dog days of summer, summertime, all this kind of stuff. Here is one of my very favorite versions of summertime. It's a little different from uh, some of the ones you may be used to. This is Patricia Barber and Summertime.
Your daddy's rich And your mama's so good looking So hush, pretty baby The way you cry One of these mornings You're gonna rise up singing Then you'll spread your wings And you'll take to the skies Till that morning when ain't nothing can end With daddy and mama standing
Those two pieces of music are from Patricia Barber's very first album called A Distortion of Love. And we heard Summertime, and the second piece of music was a moody thing called Or Not To Be. And it featured the haunting uh, vocal stylings of Patricia Barber. She also played the piano. We heard uh, Wolfgang Musbiel on guitar, Mark Johnson on bass, and Adam Nussbaum on uh, shakers and drums, etc., finger snaps and all that kind of stuff. A Distortion of Love, Patricia Barber's debut album. And it's a good one. We're going to stay with a vocalist, this time one of the great male voices, and I'm talking about Andy Bay. Andy also plays piano, and he's heard here with Peter Washington on bass and Kenny Washington on drums, two unrelated Washingtons. <laughs> We're going to hear uh, two tunes from uh, Andy's album. The title track is uh, of this album is the Gershwin melody from uh, Porgy and Bess called It Ain't Necessarily So. And the second piece of music we're going to hear is a tune written in the early 30s during the Depression when um, a dime could actually buy you stuff. And, um, well, you'll hear the lyrics. Uh, it has that sort of poignant feel, feeling. And the tune is called Brother, Can You Spare a Dime? So these two tunes, sung with uh, great expression by the wonderful Andy Bay. Once again, he gives me enormous pleasure to introduce the Andy Bay Trio. Necessarily so The things that you're liable To read in the Bible It ain't necessarily so David was small, but oh my, 
Jonah, he lived in a whale. Oh, 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 Jonah, he lived in a whale. For he made his home in that fish's abdomen. Oh, Jonah, 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 Jonah. found in a stream He floated on the water Until old Pharaoh's daughter She fished him She says From that stream Say that it ain't Necessarily so. Say that it ain't necessarily so. Tell all your chillings, the devil's a villain. It ain't necessarily so. To get into heaven. Don't snap for a seven, live clean. Don't have no faults. Cause I take that gospel whenever it's possible, but with a grain of salt. Necessarily so. 
searching my sermon to show it ain't necessary, ain't necessary, ain't necessary, ain't necessary, ain't necessary. Thank you very much. Thank you. Little brother can help me. <laughs> One, two, I, I do a I. Once I built a railroad, made it run, made it race against time. Once I built a railroad, now it's done. Brother, can you spare a dime? Once I built a tower to the sun, brick and rivet and lime. Once I built a tower, now it's done. Brother, can you spare a dime? Once in cactus suits, gee, we look swell. We were full of that half a million men. I went slogging through hell. I was the kid with the drum. Say, don't you remember? My name is Al. It was out all the time. Say, don't you remember? I'm your pal, brother. Brother, can you spare a dime? Once I built a railroad, made it run, made it race against time. Once I built a railroad, now it's done. Brother, brother, can you spare a dime? Once I built a tower. To the sun, brick and rivet and lime. Once I fill a tower, now it's done. Brother, I'd rather get your spare dime. Once in khaki suits, gee, we look swell. And we were full of that. We did live Half a million men went slogging through hell. I was the kid with a drum. My name is Al. It was Al all the time. Still, you remember I'm your pal. Brother, brother, can you spare a dime? Brother, 
Once I built a railroad, made it run, made it race against time. Once I built a railroad, now it's done. Brother, can you spare a dime? Once I built a tower word to the sun, brick and river and line. Once I built a tower, now it's done. Brother, brother, can you spare a dime? Once in khaki suits, cheap, we look, might as well. Half a million men went slogging through hell I was a kid with a drum Say, don't you remember my name is Al It was Al all the time Say, don't you remember I'm your pal Brother, can you spare time? Spare a dime, 
Thank you very much. Oh, you just like loud singing. Music by the great Andy Bay, who sang and played the piano along with uh, Peter Washington on bass and Kenny Washington on drums. And we heard two pieces of music. The first one was the Gershwin melody from Porgy and Bess. Great tune. I've always loved it. It ain't necessarily so. And the second tune was Andy's take on uh, a tune that was written during the, the Great Depression of the 30s. And it's called, of course, Brother, Can You Spare a Dime? Mm-hmm, Andy Bay, marvelous singer. A couple of websites to get onto that uh, will tell you all about the jazz scene in Vancouver, and, and there's a lot going on all the time. Almost every night there's something happening. And if you're interested in the music, you can find out where it is happening. And one of the um, great websites is the website of the Coastal Jazz and Blues Society. Those are the people that bring you the jazz festival every year. And of course, they have their own um, programmed events that they produce throughout the year as well. And uh, their website is very comprehensive, and it's coastaljazz.ca. It's a good one to go to, and you'll also be able to check out the schedule at uh, Frankie's, which is one of Vancouver's leading jazz clubs. Frankie's on Beattie Street, right opposite BC Place. And um, that is programmed by Corey Weeds, of course, who uh, uh, for 13 years ran the um, Corey Weed's cellar out on West Broadway. And of course, um, Corey is uh, a fine musician and uh, he's got great taste in music. And he, he does the, prog- the musical programming at, uh, at Frankie's. And uh, it's backed up, of course, by the Coastal Jazz and Blues Society. So you can get the schedule uh, at Frankie's and find out who you want to hear and, and see and all that kind of stuff. And the Website is very comprehensive. So that's a good one to go to, coastaljazz.ca. And the other fine website is also very informative, and that is vancouverjazz.com. And there's all sorts of links on there. You can check around, go on the forum, go on different uh, parts of that uh, website. And it's, it's kind of fun if you've never done it before. Um, it's very worthwhile checking out. So that's coastaljazz.ca and vancouverjazz.com. And I always mention Pat's Pub, which, is, of course, is located at the uh, downtown east side in Vancouver at the historic Patricia Hotel. But every Saturday afternoon, they have some of our finest musicians perform in Pat's Pub, which is very comfortable once you're inside. And uh, it's also free. There's no cover. Yeah, there has never been a cover at Pat's Pub. And uh, you can, uh, you know, if you're a little short on cash, then 
you know, just have yourself a cup of coffee and uh, or sip a beer or whatever. Uh, but you don't have to worry about the cover charge, and you're going to hear some of our finest musicians performing there at Pat's Pub every Saturday afternoon from 3 until 7. And it's best to get there early because it gets quite packed out on a Saturday afternoon. Even if the weather is beautiful, um, um, Pat's Pub will be packed out. And, of course, people want to hear um, many of our finest musicians, and they perform right there. Saturday afternoons at Pat's Pub. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9 or, of course, uh, for live streaming, CITR.ca. My name's Gavin Walker. We're going to uh, go to a historic session done in January of 1956 in New York City featuring the president, the real president of jazz. That's Lester Young, one of the great voices of the tenor saxophone. And yes, this is late period Lester Young, um, but it is he is in rare form on here because he's performing with one of his favorite pianists, and that, that is the great Teddy Wilson on piano, Gene Ramey on bass, and his best buddy, Papa Joe Jones, on drums. We're going to hear uh, two tunes from this uh, historic session. The first one is an old standard tune. Everybody knows the melody on that, but the tune is called All of Me. And then we're going to move from there to um, a blues written by Lester Young entitled Prez Returns. So we start the set with all of me, Lester Young. Mm-hmm. 
the real president, Lester Young, Prez, on tenor saxophone, along with Teddy Wilson on piano, Gene Ramey on bass, and Papa Joe Jones on drums. And two tunes from this um, classic session recorded in January of 1956 in New York City. Uh, we heard All of Me was the first tune, and The Blues, entitled Prez Returns, put together by Mr. Young himself. The late, great Lester Willis Young. He uh, set the standard uh, for so many years. Um, of course, he came up in the 1930s with um, Basie's band and made all those classic recordings. But um, he, his influence on saxophone players really didn't happen until um, the mid-40s. And then all of a sudden there were people like Stan Getz, Dexter Gordon, Zoot Sims, Al Cohn, um, Brew Moore, <laughs> all kinds of people, uh, Gene Ammons, um, came out of really of, of the chrysalis that uh, Lester Young created. And he created a whole new style on the tenor saxophone. Um, we call Coleman Hawkins the father of the tenor saxophone. Yes, he was one of the first great virtuosos of that instrument. And then Lester Young came along and found a different way to play the instrument. And uh, there you go. And that's what jazz music is all about. It's individual expression. One of the finest editions of Art Blakey's Jazz Messengers is also one of the most underrated. And that was the group that uh, Blakey had in the late 70s and early 80s before Wynton Marsalis um, and his brother Branford came into the band. This is sort of uh, pre that period. And uh, Art Blakey, of course, was... Uh, uh, leading on drums with uh, the great David Schnitter on tenor saxophone, the Russian trumpeter Valery Ponomarev, and Bobby Watson, the musical director on alto saxophone, and the wonderful James Williams on piano, and Dennis Irwin on bass. And we're going to hear a couple of tunes um, from this edition of the Jazz Messengers. The first tune is uh, written by the pianist, James Williams, and it's called Say, Dr. J. And uh, the second tune is written by uh, tenor saxophonist David Schnitter, and it's called Mishima. So here then, the late 70s edition of Art Blakey's Jazz Messengers.
That's from an album by Art Blakey's Jazz Messengers, a very underrated edition of the Jazz Messengers, and they existed in the uh, in the late 70s and very early 80s, and then things changed up. This was before uh, Winton Marcellus and his brother Branford joined Blakey. This just uh, was just previous to that. And we heard Art Blakey, of course, uh, leading the band from the drum kit uh, with David Schnitter on tenor saxophone, the uh, great Russian uh, trumpeter Valery Ponomarev, uh, Bobby Watson on alto saxophone, James Williams, the late great James Williams on piano, Dennis Irwin on bass, and of course, as I mentioned, Art Blakey on drums. Uh, we heard two tunes. The first one was written by pianist James Williams, and it's called Say, Dr. J. And the second tune was, um, with the Latin flavor, was written by David Schnitter, the tenor saxophonist, and that was entitled Mishima. Yeah. That's from an album uh, that was issued on the uh, Dutch Timeless label, uh, originally, and it was called Reflections in Blue. And we heard two tunes from that, and this um, marvelous edition of Art Blakey's Jazz Messengers. We're going to turn our attention now to tenor saxophonist Charlie Rouse, the late, great Charlie Rouse, one of the uh, most individual voices of the tenor saxophone. Now, he is mostly associated with Thelonious Monk, uh, with whom he worked for uh, almost a dozen years. And Charlie Rouse did very few recordings under his own name while he was with Monk. And this is one of them. Um, this is an album that he did for uh, uh, Orrin Keep News uh, label which was an offshoot of Riverside Records called Jazzland Records. And um, Charlie Rouse put together a marvelous uh, quintet of very fine people to do this album, and uh, it's excellent. And, of course, Rouse plays quite differently um, on his own away from Thelonious Monk. And it's, uh, but it's still uniquely... Charlie Rouse. So the, uh, the band is Charlie Rouse on tenor saxophone with the great Blue Mitchell on trumpet and Walter Bishop Jr. at the piano, Earl May on bass, and the great New York drummer Arthur Taylor. That's the group, and we're gonna, the first tune we're going to hear is by, composed by Blue Mitchell, and it's called Blue Farouk. And the second tune is composed by Randy Weston, who was actually in attendance um, witnessing this uh, recording session. And he, he kind of supervised the playing of two of his tunes. And uh, 204, which is the tune we're going to hear, is one of them. So Blue Farouk and... 204. Charlie Rouse, Blue Mitchell, Walter Bishop Jr., and company. Mm -hmm. 
Two tunes from a wonderful album by tenor saxophonist Charlie Rouse. And as I mentioned before, Rouse was mostly associated with the band of uh, or Thelonious Monk's quartet and Monk's music, but he did some albums under his own name. And this was one of them called Taking Care of Business. And it featured uh, Charlie on tenor saxophone with Blue Mitchell on trumpet, Walter Bishop Jr. on piano, Earl May on bass, and Arthur Taylor on drums. And we heard two tunes from this album, recorded in May of 1960. The first tune was written by Blue Mitchell, the blues, and entitled Blue Farouk. And the second tune was written by the great composer, pianist Randy Weston, and it was called Two O. Four. Two tunes from Taking Care of Business. And we're down to our last tune for this evening. And we're going to turn to bassist Richard Davis and an all-star group uh, with Jimmy Nepper on trombone, the great Pepper Adams on baritone saxophone, Eddie Daniels on tenor saxophone, Jerry Dodgian on alto, saxophone, Sir Roland Hanna on piano, and Lewis Hayes on drums. And this is a composition by Jimmy Nepper, and it has a distinctive Mingus feel to it, and it's called Milk Train. And that's going to wrap things up for this evening, so enjoy this piece of music. It's very exciting, and as I said, there's a touch of Mingus in here too. Milk Train.
entitled Milk Train, written by the redoubtable trombonist on the day, Jimmy Nepper. And that featured an all-star band led by bassist Richard Davis. It's from an album called Muses for Richard Davis. And we heard Jimmy Nepper on trombone, as I mentioned, the composer of that piece. Pepper Adams on baritone saxophone. Jerry Dodgian on alto saxophone. And the only one that didn't solo, he's in there too in the section, Eddie Daniels on tenor saxophone. Sir Roland Hanna on piano. And Louis Hayes on drums. Milk Train. And that's it for this edition of The Jazz Show on CITR. We hope you enjoyed some of the music and enjoyed all of it. And uh, if you spent a little time with us, great. If you spent a lot of time with us, wonderful. And we hope to see you uh, next week. We start at uh, 9 p.m. every Monday night right here on CITR. And this has been another edition of The Jazz Show. My name's Gavin Walker, and uh, enjoy what remains of the month of August. Yeah, the dog days of August. So on behalf of... uh, Radio station CITR 101.9 on your FM dial or for live streaming, CITR.ca. Take care, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Ha <laughs> ha